Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, we've had an entertaining week indeed. Well, put it this way, it's show number 100. Yep, we finally reached a century, eh? <laughs> Add to that, the Google Earth satellites picked up the wife's image. Yep, from space. Mm. And me fireman, well, there's only one way to put it. Yep, he stinks. Add to that, we finally had some winners, and that's a rare thing around here, I can tell you. Anyway, I'm sure you're just going to love me always perpendicularly packed show. More so, when we take a look at those other crazy regular features, you'll only hear, that's right, right here, on the Nednat Show. <laughs> here at Two Medicine Farm, what's now loosely referred to as Nednat's Florida Island, we've had another wet, hot and highly erratic week. Yeah, that's right. Some days there's no hotter wetter or more erratic place on earth i can tell you on the other hand i reached show number 100 yep a century of ned Nutter shows yeah <laughs> add to that it's been a week of mowers yeah the florida rain and sun combination has sent everyone into a mowing frenzy you know <laughs> It's not the grass cutting that bothers me. Oh no, it's just all that incessant droning. Yep, they just don't get it cut. You know, they seem to go up, down, around, then left, then right, across, sideways and more. Anyway, talking to things that just go on and on. And maybe on even further, I'd say. Yeah, I got some news. The first of me winners this week. And what could only be called the master of drone. Actually, don't worry about donkeys. He could talk all four legs off any animal. Yeah. Me and constant political commentator neighbour, Old Rush, has won the primary election for a seat on the local county commission. <laughs> Good for him. That's right, him. <laughs> to be honest, we're all getting a bit nervous about Rush moving into his political arena at all, you know. <laughs> Well, he can yield power, can't he? Yep, his ideas are whack enough, but having funding and decision-making ability to put some of those ideas into practice is a truly disturbing thought, I can tell you. <laughs> right now, we're not thinking of repaired roads and better ditches or schools and stuff like that. Oh no, we reckon Rush will try and build a border wall around the entire county. Perhaps <laughs> try and make his Democrat opponents illegal. Well... There's still the final election to look forward to, I suppose. That's all. that's when Old Rush versus his staunch Democrat incumbent opponent. What's the mouthful? I suppose the word is watch this space, or better still, sell up and leave. What are the going's still good. <laughs> On the other hand, the wife Elsie needs a kind of border wall around her. Yep, after announcing her new cut back on food. No, we certainly can't call four meals a day rather than six a diet. No. no. She's been in nothing short of a foul mood. The only reason she stopped verbally attacking me is because she's usually got a mouthful 
a snack food in her gob. And of course, between those four squares, she likes to put it away. Yep. Then of course, I'm reminded of wife's best buddy beyond it. Yeah, that's beyond it, Brandisha Washington or BBW to friends. Yep, she's another of those equally overinflated, full-time, fully paid-up members of the Feed Me Too movement. And of course, a devoted all-you-can-eat buffet fan. Well, she and her new hubby, Skinny Frank here, the 24-hour plumber, an absolutely obsessed stuffer fan, are finally living together in their newly remodelled home, yeah. I can't say whether it's bliss or not, but the normally dejected old Frank is wearing a skinny old smile most days, yeah. Naturally, that's in between taking care of of other folks' plumbing issues too. <laughs> the downside is that although Beyond It has physically moved at me farmhouse, we've still got her shuffling up to the farm in her slippers twice a day in the hope of catching Elsie, fully involved with one of her microwave oven extravaganzas. You know, I swear Beyond It can hear that struggling old glass turntable right from her living room rather than mine. Yeah, I'll put it this way, she has impeccable timing. Ping. <laughs> Well, thinking of things that graze and ping, the wife Elsie's finally taken down her profile on that online dating website. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, it seems that she was getting mostly stalkers. <laughs> no, I'm still trying to work out what they were stalking exactly. I mean, stealth with a wife is a waste of time for one. Yeah, she is rustling, she thinks it's food. Yeah, add to that, you don't need to stalk her. I mean, you can hardly miss her. The other day I was studying me farm on that Google Earth thing and sure enough even the bleeding satellite had picked her up from space. I mean, they block out people's private stuff, don't they? But they missed Elsie. See, she was standing right next to me truck. You know, I think they just thought there were two of them packed together. Oh no, I mean trucks, yeah. <laughs> Either way, despite the usual drama and staying with me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations for a while, the tin can trailer home of Quinta Micamparatis and part-time farmhand, and of course his devoted guitar-plucking partner Craglet doesn't show up on the satellite. <laughs> well, that's because it's hidden in me barn on account of its leaking old roof. <laughs> Nevertheless, it still leaks plenty of hideous drama, especially with me farm dog young Clay in full-time residence now. Yeah. Clay's completely abandoned and his farm duties away from chasing down the mail van and the UPS guy, of course. Yeah, you can't resist that. He spends all day gorging treats, Quinton hands him, yeah. <laughs> and Quinton's been using young clay to control his artist models, yeah. Once they're in Quinton's hands, there's no escape. <laughs> this week, though, Quinton was low on paint, yeah, oil paint, and resorted to his new Polaroid camera. So now the barn wall's littered with his little photos instead, you know. The only advantage of the photos over his art is they're so small you can hardly see the details and believe me, that's a good thing with his choice of models. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of protecting your property from unwanted visitors and the like, I've got a new little feature on my show this week and it's called Dolly's Dates. 
Before you ask, no, fortunately, me daughter, young Dolly, is not dating yet. Either way, when she does finally get into that bad habit, <laughs> I'll be getting me private ass and all those too. Yeah, actually, added to that, I'd say background checks, urine samples, psychometric tests, and a full DNA research assessment. Yeah, it will be in order, won't it? Oh dear, I digress. Anyway. No, she's not dating, but she's always quoting. So I decided to harness her endless stream of chatter in one direction and have her tell us about a memorable date from the past each week. So here goes. Well, this week Dolly reminds us that back in 1979, the first comet and sun collision was recorded oh dear see that reminds me of the ugly collisions that happen here on the farm yeah mostly in my living room and believe me they're far from what you'd call heavenly bodies dolly also says that this week in 1666 the great fire of london got underway yeah that brings back memories of me weekly book review doesn't it yeah the kind of stuff i get to look at usually ends up in a great fire. Anyway, it's what I call a public service. <laughs> anyway, there's one more. Yep, it's the anniversary in 1969 of the first use of the ATM machine. Yep, the only way to get hold of money night and day. Well, legally anyway. <laughs> anyway, it's an odd combination, Dolly. <laughs> but thanks. We'll keep those dates in mind. In the meantime, I'll keep an eye on my cash and continue to put all the fires out around here. Yeah, physical or metaphorical. <laughs> that, of course, brings me, well, rapidly to someone else who you describe as a one-woman great fire. Well, put it this way, she hasn't stopped smoking for 90 years. Naturally or even unnaturally, I've got me almost antique 95-year-old mother, Nan. Right here on the farm. <laughs> See, she started early. Yep, smoking that is, yeah. Now she lives to gamble and has her eyes firmly focused on the horse racing calendar every day. This week, she's still using advice on the best odds from her unique horse racing psychic. Yep, she's even called Nelly Nag. <laughs> the old crow has been bringing in pin money, though. See, her psychic seems to only give up the odds with even money. That's what you call a safe bet, innit? Oh, well. <laughs> Either way, Nan's best gambling drinking buddy, that's Toshiko Suzuki. Yep, she's my lord, grabbing black sheep of the family. Nelson, that has wife and Beverly Hills sex therapist. Hines is now one of the four-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. <laughs> yep, she's given up on Nan's horse racing odds. And this week, she's our second winner here. Yep, that's right. The oldest person on the farm came in with 50 grand off the scratch cards. <laughs> you know, Nan is furious, and because she's just boiling over with venom, she's tried to get Toshiko to put up those winnings in a crooked game of poker in the hope of getting even. Well, she succeeded in getting Toshiko to play along, yeah. The downside is that Nan's already down by two grand. <laughs> you know, I think the old crow should contain her venom sit on our hands for a few days instead. Sounds like a losing streak to me. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. 
Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre moaning old mother and her various crooked obsessions. I'm still having these really weird dreams. They've returned with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap. Never in bed though. This time I'd settled down outside for a while and I drifted off pretty quickly and right into a nightmare. See, I was driving towards the farm from the next county listening to me radio too when I heard on the local news that me neighbour, Old Rush, had won the election. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> then I looked ahead. There was a huge roadblock. Yeah, barbed wire the lot. I slowed down and the cops were everywhere. I assumed that it had been like a dangerous fugitive on the run or something, yeah, you know, or maybe even the mother-in-law was on the loose again. But no, on the simple back road, there was now a passport control. Add to that, you had to tell the officers whether you were a Democrat or Republican before you were allowed to pass. So I assumed all the cars off the road going nowhere in the side were Democrats, yeah. Mm, oh dear, I woke with a nasty start and there standing on me deck, talking away, was old Rush. <laughs> yeah, rattling on about how he's going to make some real changes around here once he's elected to office. <laughs> I didn't know whether I should listen to his rhetoric or just pretend to stay asleep, yeah. When he gets going, there's no stopping him. Oh dear. <laughs> This is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nedmatter.com. On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams and a lack of law and order, me scruffy farmer Ding Dang spent some time this week inside a septic tank. <laughs> yep, inside, yep. Ding Dang was helping out his relative, you know, Elrod Dang. He's cleaning out the blockage, yeah. Well, all was going well until Ding Dang passed out with the fumes inside, yeah. Naturally, Elrod assumed Ding Dang had done his usual thing. Yep, given up and gone home. So he put the concrete lid back on with Ding Dang inside. Yeah, it was only when he started to cover it up with fresh dirt three hours later that Elrod heard something odd inside the septic tank. Oh dear. You know, Ding Dang smells bad enough most days. Anyway, despite the drama of acting stupid when he already is, I've got that unforgettable little feature on my show, so here's Ding Dang's southern quote. I'm going to knock him into the middle of next week, looking both ways for Sunday. <laughs> oh dear. I think Ding Dang was planning on some kind of retaliation against Elrod. <laughs> to be honest, I just hope he showers first and doesn't wait until Labour Day, like he usually does. And that's a big old dang right there. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind neighbour, old Lonnie, and new swinger old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called, do you know, Fred? Sometimes I really wish... Oh, you didn't. <laughs> it's a simple affair, really, you know, bring a bottle or a stack of cans, don't forget your wife, girlfriend, significant other, and never forget a potluck dish for the buffet. Fred mingles with the old swingers. That's a potluck experience right there, whilst old Lonnie dodges the guests and eats the free food whilst playing a kind of Russian roulette with his own contribution, which, unfortunately, this week included one of his absolute horrors. Yeah, that's persimmon and possum stew. Oh dear, yeah, it gets worse every time, doesn't it? 
I never considered such a nasty combination, but Lonnie reckons that when the possums head over to eat the persimmon fruit off the ground, it's a great time to catch them both at the same time for supper. Oh dear. <laughs> so, when Saturday finally rolled round, Fred told me this week's theme was the In Labour Day Party. Oh well, that almost sounded as bad as Lonnie's stew. <laughs> oh dear, I never imagined seeing so many pregnant women in one place and all very close to nine months too. You know, I thought Fred had really lost it this time, but he reckons it was that troublesome time-safe thing on his laptop. Yep, it allowed the in to slip in too his Labour Day party plans. <laughs> Regardless of his explanation, I had it on pretty fast too. <laughs> well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old, rather old Nan, the miserable old crow herself, has a little feature on me show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed Reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old Nan remembers the time she finally lost her driving licence for good. And believe me, it wasn't down the back of the sofa either. <laughs> well, to be honest, it was taken away from her in court. <laughs> the cops reckon the old crow wasn't driving her old Crown Victoria at all. Well, unless that was the name of a bar or British pub. Yeah, they say it looked like a mini bar inside, though, and smelled like a regular bar at closing time. <laughs> the only reason they pulled her over was that she was zigzagging along the freeway. Of course, Nan was very angry at the time. Yeah, first up, she insisted she wasn't even close to drunk. After all, she only had one bottle. And the reason she was zigzagging was because she was having trouble getting the screw top off the next one. <laughs> yeah, bottle of whiskey that is. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely, tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few, and I feature them right here on me show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes, if it's really bad, you have to burn it. <laughs> Middle of row books go in me giveaway charity box, and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> okay then, well this week I end up with just one book. Yep, the mail carrier managed to get it inside me mailbox this time. But you know, I'm now wishing she'd left it out in the rain after all. <laughs> anyway, it's called Wishful Thinking by I Wish For More Junior. Yeah, it might seem like a weird book written by a weird person for equally weird people, but I can say it's a really great read if you love fairy stories. <laughs> See, I wish the author writes page upon page about how all you need to do is stay indoors, take it easy and just wish for money. Oh, apparently by doing this it just shows up. <laughs> well, you know, I couldn't resist it so I gave the author's method a try, you know, well, why not? But not for the old day though, no, just four hours on Sunday. You know, maybe Sunday wasn't a good day after all. I mean, 90% of the folks around here, you know, are in the church wishing for something else. <laughs> a few of them even wish they'd stayed in bed too, yeah. 
Anyway, so maybe the old wish line was a bit oversubscribed that day. Yeah. Either way, it seemed to work in the wrong direction though. Yeah, I mean, I had six different people trying to borrow money off me in one day. But, uh, I guess they had their own kind of wish list on the go there. Mm. Anyway, I'm not burning this one. No, I'm giving it to old Nan. Maybe if she combines the writer's ideas with her witchcraft, something might actually show up for her at least. Oh dear. <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. I got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're heading off to Scotland. Yeah, it's one of my favourite destinations. But you'll be happy to hear it's not another tasteless, distasteful, revolting foodie one. But it's interesting for sure. So back to Scotland and something that started way back in 1752. And it's called Burning the Clavy. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one for sure. It's celebrated in a small town in Morrisshire which back in 1752 was not at all happy about changing the calendar from the Julian version to the Gregorian one. To this day, they still celebrate New Year on January the 10th. You know, maybe it's just an excuse to get drunk twice in January. <laughs> anyway, the ritual involves fire. They burn a hooped barrel filled with wood and tar and fixed to a pole. Ten men then take turns to carry it around the streets while stopping on the way and presenting some of the smouldering embers to the houses along the route. They use these to keep their home fires burning, yeah. Later on, the rest of the clavy is set up on a big post on top of the hill where it continues burning into the night with extra fuel, yeah. If the locals have absent relatives, they gather up some of the ash and mail it to them instead. Oh dear. I just hope it don't get mistaken for anything else on the way. <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm and his rambling state. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years... But naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. So how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Lenat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, hello, Ned, it's Nigel Ponce calling you So, Ned, a few days ago, I asked your brother Buck about whether I should buy a new tractor for the farm. And he just said, that's a sick idea, dude. It does sound absolutely ridiculous, too. Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what on earth he's talking about, as I haven't a clue? All I want to know is, what does he mean? Why is my idea sick? 
You know, I just love the way he introduces himself on my voicemail as if I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. Oh dear. Anyway, let me translate it for you, Nigel. This time Buck said, that's a sick idea, dude. <laughs> of course, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you. Well, this is a weird expression in a way, particularly for you, Nigel, but totally different from what you can imagine. It's another of those weird and wonderful California expressions too. I don't know why Buck's suddenly gone all Californian on us, but... <laughs> Probably too much TV, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, he's saying sick in a positive way. Sick means it's a great idea. Yeah, or what they'd call awesome in California. And the dude part, well, I'd say him calling you a dude is definitely a move up from the things he usually calls you. Yeah, especially behind your back. <laughs> so, Nigel, hope it makes some kind of sense to you. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit-down. <laughs> young Alice was in a very happy mood this week. Yeah, she's been deeply involved with her new moon rituals yeah it's all the candles crystals and pentagrams around at alice's place yeah you know i try and study the moon every time i see it at night sometimes it's my only hope for a bit of peace and quiet you know mm. also young alice has given me a complete rundown of when i should make decisions and the like using the moon mm, very nice <laughs> and as that alice reminded me again of how we should all take more notice of the wonders of nature and baffle me again with a rather bizarre statement right the blue misinformation online about spiders is hurting conservation that's right people online are turning the poor old spider into some kind of evil biting demon yeah when in reality you know they're more than happy to just steer well clear of us humans altogether most of them never bite and very few on the entire planet are seriously harmful to humans in fact it's reached the point where because of online idiots writing scary stories the spiders are the ones that should be terrified oh dear what a shame oh well i digress a bit there but uh, as usual alice's coffee cake and company was reliably nice <laughs> this is ned natter here with the ned natter radio show i am every wednesday but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com Well, me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, me listeners. Yep, I've got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> well, this week I just got one last-minute call from Tim in Tampa. Yep, right here in sunny Florida, and he called to chat about this really odd story. Giant snails are showing up along the Gulf Coast again here in Florida. Yeah, nearly 1,500 of them have been discovered since June, and these snails are enormous. You know, they eat most things, grow to the size of an adult human fist, and produce around 1,200 eggs a year. Hmm. Apparently they started off as pets and then bred in the wild and everything got out of control. Oh dear. Sounds a bit like me farm and Ding Dang's family, actually. Only they were never pets to begin with. <laughs> Anyway, I'd better cover up the lettuces quick. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. 
where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious Command Agent 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, anyway, here goes. Here at Mushrooms are our Mostly Us Inc. doing business as just magical services. We've got a unique special offer right now. Just go to our website at mushroomsaremostlyus.com and find our unique offerings. That's right, we keep it surreal here. So just buy one of our unique packs today and you won't be surprised. You won't even be shocked. Oh no. Try our mushrooms and you'll be right out of your mind. <laughs> They're just magical. Yep, and that's our cast iron guarantee. But wait, that's not all. Our national sales manager, I am always high junior, <laughs> has a special offer. And just for Ned Nat Show listeners, yep, to ensure you get magical with us with every new purchase this week only. Hi Junior will throw in a free sample of our special genetically engineered mushroom, the high as a kite hybrid. And you can't do like that or get higher than that even. So visit us today and remember our motto, don't pay the high price of grocery store mushrooms, just get higher with us. You know, I wasn't expecting them at all. I have to say I like me mushrooms, but only the portobello kind, you know, fried for me breakfast. These ones sound highly dubious though, don't they? Yep. And just like me agent, 50%, actually, I might add. But do. On the other hand, I might buy some of these, yep, cook them up for old Nan. Yeah, might cut down on the whiskey consumption for a few hours at least. <laughs> anyway, away from the crazy ideas, remember to look after our little planet. It's the only one we got. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. On whichever way you dice it, this show is unpasteurized and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies. And on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember, farm are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> The Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.